a playlist original. Hey everyone, my name is Jeff, and this is the first episode of the Films at Home podcast. So, thank you for joining us here on this journey into a new format that I'm trying. If you don't know me, I have been doing 4K, Blu-ray, DVD, physical media reviews, talking about physical media, home entertainment, and home theater topics since roughly late 2017 on YouTube. We've grown that channel up to almost 100,000 subscribers. We're about 90,000 right now. And it's been a ton of fun to build this community and talk movies and movie collecting with everyone. So I was offered a chance by Playlist, who is a podcast network uh, partner, and they wanted me to take this to podcast format. And so I said, let's do it. Let's have some more conversations. Let's do less editing, have a little bit more of a raw conversational approach to the podcast. So I am going to video record this and they'll be posted on YouTube, as you can see, since you're watching this now on YouTube. And they're also always going to be posted in audio format as well across all the different podcast platforms where you access your podcast. So you'll be able to get me whether you're in your car, whether you're at your computer, whether you're working and just want to listen to something in the background. There are many options now to listen to these podcasts. And that's a really cool feature of what Playlist is letting me do. So the podcast is not going to stray much from my typical content, but it is going to be a little bit more conversational, like I said, because we're going to have guests. So this is episode one. I'm doing it by myself. We're going to talk about a few things here, but I have guests lined up for this podcast who will join me over Zoom and we will be recording those and posting the audio. We're going to talk about like lost cinema, movies that never made it to DVD or Blu-ray. We're going to talk about restoration work and talk to a few people who actually do the restoration work on Blu-ray movies and 4K discs. We're going to talk to people who own small businesses that are still selling movies. We're going to talk to people at some of the independent labels and boutique labels. And we're going to talk to a bunch of collectors as well across the world to get their thoughts on the current state of physical media, talk about what's going on in their country, and just have fun and chat with another collector about what they're excited about in physical media, why they collect, and you know the importance of physical media in 2022. So if you're on a podcast network here, if you're on Spotify, Apple, if you're on the playlist app, wherever you are, please save this, give it a five-star rating, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube as well. There's going to be links to all this stuff, but you're not going to want to miss an episode. I'm going to try to do bi-weekly. That's going to be the typical cadence so I can get these out with everything else going on and all the other content. So if you're signed up, subscribed, if you're following along on Spotify or wherever, you won't miss an episode. You'll always know when a new one goes live, and I really appreciate that support. So today what I really wanted to talk about was sort of, you know, an, an introduction to myself as a collector, but also like why I collect and why I think physical media is still important. Because if you haven't been watching my channel and you're sort of new to this world or listening for the first time, um, you know, the, there, there's a valid question here of like, why are you still buying DVD, Blu-ray, 4K discs? Um, many people don't even know what 4K discs are, to be honest. But like, why are you still buying physical discs when... Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Discovery, all these different platforms exist. Paramount+. Plus. Why buy the discs? You can watch a movie at any time. And so I, I do want to talk to that a little bit. I've talked about it briefly 
on YouTube before, but I want to dive into that conversation a little bit more and give you my thoughts on it. And then also sort of roll that into why I think physical media is still important and why it definitely still has a future based on what I'm seeing in other entertainment industries and their physical formats. For me, I started collecting back in 2012. So I was actually sort of late to the Blu-ray game. Um, my father's a big book collector. He has like as many books as I have movies. We have a library at my parents' house. But he also sort of dabbled in DVDs. He was an early adopter. We always had DVDs and VHS. That was always part of my childhood. We went to Blockbuster. We rented movies and games. Like I became very accustomed, like many other late 20, early 30 people out there, you know, people in their late 20s or early 30s. Um, you know, that that's what we grew up on. Blockbuster was still a thing. We didn't have Netflix. Uh, in, in fact, I had Netflix sending me DVDs for actually quite a few years. I was one of the early subscribers to that with my family. Um, so it, it didn't exist. Streaming was, was new. And um, growing up, we didn't have that. If you wanted to watch something, you needed to own it. Or you had to go and like pop in a VHS tape and record it off of HBO at 2 a.m. or whenever it was showing, which... We had plenty of, I had plenty of those like bootleg VHS recordings off of the TV. So it was like hard. It was hard to watch what you wanted and renting a movie, finding it at Blockbuster and, you know, being able to take it home and watch it, it was a big deal. And that always sort of stuck with me. I liked the idea of owning something, having it in your hands and never having the, the ability for somebody else to take that away or censor it. So in 2012, I actually started collecting by saying I wanted to grab every one of Denzel Washington's movies, and I did, and then very quickly bought a bunch of my other favorites, bought a small home theater in a box. It was a Samsung Blu-ray player, which had five small speakers and a little subwoofer, and that was my first sort of jump into collecting in Blu-ray. And after doing that for two or three years and upgrading my equipment, I actually started to write Blu-ray reviews and participate more in the community and that's sort of where I found this um, calling to start creating content and be I guess a face of physical media collectors at least you know in the United States and so that's where I started my YouTube channel in 2017 and ever since then my collection has grown exponentially I have a about 30, 3300 at last count, although I've been trading in older formats while I buy the new ones. So the number sort of fluctuates, but about, about 3300. So over 3000 movies in my collection, a full home theater setup, Dolby Atmos audio, um, the whole nine yards, the 4k TV, the 4k player. I heavily invested in all of this and I've been having a lot of fun making videos on YouTube. And so that's sort of where my collecting came from was this sort of uh, nostalgia. It was this uh, want in 2011-2012 as blockbusters had pretty much closed up at least around me. There was this want and need to browse a shelf, pull a movie off a shelf and own it. And I think when I started, it was pretty popular for people to buy DVDs. Like, that was pretty normal. Walmart, Target, they were full of DVDs and Blu-rays, um, but mostly DVD. And the Blu-ray and 4K format was still sort of slowly picking up steam. And that's really where I found my niche, was focusing more on the newer media, the HD, and then the 4K stuff. Now, as the formats have grown, as the years have gone on, obviously the amount of physical media in stores has shrunk down to 
pretty much nothing. It pales in comparison to what was in stores a few years ago. But as a collector, I don't necessarily mind that because I would love to see movies go back to the independent movie stores. And that's what I'm seeing in my area. Like if I want to buy a movie, I don't go to Best Buy. I don't go to Target. I don't go to Walmart. I go to Bull Moose, which is a local video store chain in New England, uh, New Hampshire and Maine primarily. Actually, I think only New Hampshire and Maine. And they have shelves and shelves and shelves of new movies, used movies, vinyl, CDs, uh, video games. It's it's blockbuster all over again, right? But instead of renting, you know, you're buying. And I love the fact that these video stores, and they're popping up in other places too, and they're kind of revitalizing now. They're, they're sort of coming back around. Um, I love that that's where they're going is into these like independent chains. Like you used to have a video rental store. Sure, you'd have your blockbuster, your Hollywood video, but you'd always have like the independent video store too. And most of the time, the guys at the independent video store knew more about what they were talking about and had better knowledge than your corporate type blockbuster places that would just hire any teenager off the street. So I love this idea that it's it's physical media is is shrinking down to a niche, but one that is very much catered towards uh, collectors. It doesn't bother me much that physical media is shrinking as a whole because it's still a multi-billion dollar industry physical discs are not going anywhere and i honestly think that in a few years or even sooner you're going to see a resurgence the same way that we saw a resurgence in sales of vinyl uh, we saw a resurgence in sales of cds this year for the first time cd sales were up in 2021 you've seen a resurgence in the sale of books after ebooks and like the kindle and the ipad and all that stuff that all came out that took a you know a hard hit to the physical book and now the physical book is sort of coming back. It's more prominent. You see people holding the book. They want to hold it. They want to feel it. They want to read it. It's not the same reading off a screen. So I, I, I think that movies have that same ability. And they'll start to come back because streaming services are honestly overcrowded, overcomplicated, and way too spread out. So at this point in time, like Netflix is going up in price. You've got Hulu, you have Disney Plus, you have Paramount Plus, you have Warner Brothers on HBO Max, you have Discovery, you have all these different platforms, plus you've got your independent ones, like maybe you sign up for the Criterion channel, or um, some of those like Shudder that does horror movies, like there's just so many places to try to get your content now that it's almost overwhelming. You literally have to Google where a movie exists. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Do I have to sign into my brother's account, my parents' account to watch this? Like it's become kind of crazy. And as streaming prices go up and they get more spread thin, um, I think it hurts streaming and it invites more people back into physical media, which is which is awesome. And I think that's where you'll start to see a resurgence where people want to collect their favorites and I, I never in a million years would expect that like all of a sudden it's going to become the cool thing to have a hundred dvds in your house again but even if somebody's just buying 25 or 30 of them their favorites for their collection that's somebody who wasn't buying movies before and is contributing to the community and now becomes interested in buying some special editions or getting their favorite or best versions from an audio video quality perspective on 4k or blu-ray and 
they join the community and then you know who knows how large their collection goes from there but i think we'll see more of that and it's why i'm really you know excited as a collector and why i feel really good about where physical media is headed because that's sort of how i started i thought i was going to buy 10 maybe 20 movies um 10 years later here i am sitting in a room full of movies with over 3,000 on my shelves a youtube channel with 90,000 subscribers and i'm literally talking to you on a podcast about physical discs if you had told me that 10 years ago i'd say you were crazy i could never have seen myself doing this but you get caught up and you start loving the movies and collecting and the the quality of them the the look and feel of them on a shelf the aesthetic of that video store nostalgic feel and here you are you know not everyone's going to get this crazy but i think a lot of people will start to get sucked back in because of that nostalgia and that need to own their favorite movies so that's a little bit about me as a collector like that's that's how i sort of think about physical media um and i'll say this too like there is no evil in streaming and i I think i see this too much in the community where they're like you know streaming is the devil like you cannot stream movies never watch a movie on streaming buy the movie and i think taking it to that extreme hurts the physical media community more than it helps because streaming and digital like those are an inevitability they are already dominant they're here they're here to stay you're not going to get most of your netflix documentaries or hulu shows on physical disc they're created for that content uh, subscription service that that's where you're going to watch the content i don't expect inventing anna to come out on blu-ray i don't expect like uh the great from hulu which is a show i like I'm never going to get a Blu-ray of that, probably. They may have a DVD. Most of the FX shows that I like, like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they're doing made-on-demand DVD discs. I mean, most of the stuff that I like in the content that I consume is through streaming. And then, you know, obviously if I want the best presentation and there's a movie like Dune that comes out that I say, okay, I want this in the highest presentation, the highest quality, yeah, I'm going to buy the disc for that, of course. But to say never watch streaming or to ignore movies and things like Netflix originals or Hulu originals, uh, HBO Max originals, stuff like that, that is really good content, really exciting uh, projects with great actors, like there's no need to ignore that. I think there's a balance of both. And to go one extreme and say, I only stream, I'll never buy a movie, or go to the other extreme and say, I'll never stream, I only buy DVD and Blu-ray, those people are on the fringe i think and that's not where most of this community truly lives and i think it's better to have a balance than to go to either one extreme there are pros and cons of each but they're both here to stay they're both important and there's no harm in watching a netflix show i am one of the biggest supporters of physical media i have one of the largest collections i would always preach for physical media but i'm never going to feel bad about watching a show on netflix it's sometimes more convenient depends on my situation, uh, depends on where I am, and depends on where I can access the content. I love true crime, I love documentaries, I love thrillers, you know, really crime thrillers, series like that. Um, I watch them all the time on streaming services, and I don't feel guilty. I also watch a lot of movies on Blu-ray. It's one and the same. You can enjoy both. And so I just want to make sure that point is known, because I think there's this Um, misconception that people that like collect movies and are hardcore collectors like me are just like anti-streaming anti-streaming and and i i felt that way a little bit in the beginning and i've gotten over it because it's just kind of a ridiculous take to never stream or never sign up for a streaming service like 
I have Disney Plus because I want to watch Star Wars content. I'm still going to buy Star Wars movies on disc and support them, but I also don't want to miss The Mandalorian or Obi-Wan. Like, kill me. I'm a fan. I'm going to watch it on Disney Plus. I'm not going to boycott it just because it likely won't get a physical release. So the other thing I did want to talk about too is sort of like why physical media is important. You know, I've talked a little bit here about like why I collect it, why I think it'll grow in the future, why it'll have a resurgence, the nostalgia, the, the, the sort of like reasons I collect. But there are reasons to own physical media that are different than just wanting to have a collection and the nostalgia of it. And I think one of the biggest ones we've been seeing lately is censorship. And, you know, I'm certainly not against like censoring inappropriate content right i i mean i understand where you may need to censor something but what i don't understand is trying to rewrite history or erase history of something that's happened a movie that i think about a lot is tropic thunder could that movie be made today no would it star robert downey jr no he would never put himself in that position But what that movie did was it was a great satire and it was a great dig at Hollywood method actors and the sort of systemic racism that was in Hollywood for many years where white actors would use blackface, brownface, uh, do inappropriate Asian impressions, things like that. Um, It's a comment on all of that. And people now want it removed and like, you know, want it taken down. And I own the physical disc because I never want that to be censored because that's a part of history. Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Less than 15 years ago, he was nominated for an Oscar for that role. And now it's being talked about, you know, being canceled and taken out of commission and not being able to be seen. And to me, that doesn't help the problem at all. Erasing that stuff erases it. And if you erase history, you're doomed to repeat it. I would never want you to go back and edit uh, the movie Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby, who has like numerous offensive outfits in that movie. But you shouldn't edit that because if you erase that history and you edit that history, then again, you're doomed to repeat it. You don't have the context of the historical, um, the, the historical lessons to think about in the current time to not make the same mistakes and so i think it's important to see those movies watch those movies without censorship so it's it's really a huge reason why i will buy certain movies or tv shows on disc one of my favorite shows is it's always sunny in philadelphia they've removed like seven or eight of their episodes from hulu stripped them completely some of them more egregious than others but all of them again You're talking about a group of five fictional characters who are terrible people doing terrible things, you know, to all is part of satire, all is comedy satire. And of course, different things are going to offend different people. But like at the end of the day, it's satire and it's comedy and it's there to comment on things that these actors are seeing in their real life and then portraying with these terrible people that they play as characters like obviously they would take some of it back if they could but again do you want to erase history if you erased those episodes from their memory um, maybe they would make the same mistakes now instead of learning from their mistakes so i just i just don't love the whole like delete an episode 
And it's become like so prevalent that literally SpongeBob episodes have been deleted. I have the first 100 episodes of SpongeBob on DVD because I love that show and someday I'll watch it with my kids. Two of those episodes have been censored and removed from all the different services and subsequent DVD releases because of, you know, quote unquote, controversial topics. I think one of them was the Panty Raid where episode where like Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob go on like this panty raid into Mr. Krabs is uh, ends up being like his mom's house. I mean, yeah, sure. Is that like kind of crazy for like an eight year old kid to watch? Yeah, but they also don't understand it. They think it's funny. Oh, you're, you're stealing your grandma's underwear. Like, that, you know, they just think it's funny. They don't understand the, the context behind it. But, you know, it's, it's become, you know, I, I get some of this censorship now, but I also ask where where's the line? right? Where do we, where do we draw the line? Like if SpongeBob makes a fart joke in 10 years is a fart joke too offensive. So we remove that episode. And I don't think that should be up to one corporation or one person to decide. And that's why I like to own things on physical media, because if it's digital or if it's streaming in two clicks, they can take an episode down, cut out a chunk of an episode, remove it completely. You'll never see it again can't happen with my collection i'll always have that and they won't be able to remove anything from my 100 episodes set they can remove it from future sets and they can remove it from streaming but i've got them so you can't hide them and again by no means am i like advocating for creating inappropriate you know racist portrayals of characters or you know doing things in a kid's show that are probably like borderline like yeah some of that stuff was pretty weird that we grew up on like totally recognize that um but erasing it just that's my whole point i guess is erasing it doesn't do any good and so i would rather be sort of that archivist that person who has the physical disc whether or not i'm going to watch it again or enjoy those episodes or parts of movies that you know are controversial no i'm not going to enjoy them i think they're you know obviously problematic but at least i'm aware of it i know that mickey rooney is in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and I know what he did, and I know that me and anybody else should never do that again. If I didn't see that, I don't know that about Mickey Rooney, I don't know that about Hollywood, and if I'm a lesser person, maybe I'd make the same mistake and not learn from what I saw there and understand why that's a problem. If you erase that, you lose all the context. So that really is a big reason why I've been collecting. It's not the biggest reason, But I do love the fact that nobody can edit my movies. Nobody can edit my TV shows in my collection. Um, Even simple stuff like the other day, Disney Plus edited a few scenes on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And they removed like a little bit of the violence, I guess. They made it sort of PG Disney Plus friendly instead of like the PG-13 rated violence that was in it. They removed some blood. Um, There was like a pipe that went through a guy's arm and instead they had it bounce off of. And it's just like, why why are we messing with that? Like why we, we developed this product, everybody watched it as it was seen. Why are we messing with it? And that's on streaming. And if that had a physical disc, you wouldn't be able to mess with it. Mickey Mouse isn't knocking on your door and asking you to change your DVD out for a new copy. Just not gonna happen. So that's I just get really curious. Like where is the line? When do directors in movie studios and these big conglomerates stop messing with their content? Because if you're a Star Wars fan, you know we all want the originals and we're never going to get them again. We're getting the specialized editions, all the added CGI, the edited you know, stuff. We want the originals, but we'll never get them. Wouldn't it have been great to have had those in your collection? And some people do. 
uh, before they got put out on subsequent physical and digital releases without any of that original content still remaining. And then lastly, like one of the reasons I think that physical media remains important and will have this resurgence and why I continue to collect is really because I think there is a shift to the way people are watching movies that's going to happen in the next decade. It kick-started with COVID. We started seeing these, you know, day and date releases of major movies coming to HBO or going to theaters on the same day or skipping theaters completely and going right to streaming. We've seen that. It's started. So now you've gotten people used to that. And I think that there could be a point in time where it's more common for a movie to just come out on digital and disc on the same day and skip the theater altogether because theaters are getting expensive. They're inconvenient to get to for families. They are often riddled with people on phones and people talking through movies who don't understand how to act in a movie theater. And so really for me, and I know I'm not alone, I've had much better experiences at home watching movies than I've had in movie theaters. More often than not, I enjoy the at-home experience more. And I think as more people start to feel that way and the release dates between theater and physical release get shorter and shorter, I mean, it only takes like eight weeks now for a movie to come out on Blu-ray after it was in the theaters. It depends on how well the movie's doing, but it's a quick, quick turnaround. It's not like VHS where it would take nine months. You can get the movie in two months after it comes out, sometimes even less. Where's the incentive to go to theaters? You can spend $20, which is cheaper than the theater, buy the disc, watch it at home in the comfort of your own home with your family, make your own food, don't have any annoying patrons who are on their phones taking pictures. I swear to God, every time I go to the theater, somebody is like literally taking pictures or selfies of themselves or on TikTok and Instagram. I'm just like, why are you here? This is why I'd rather be at home so I'm not distracted. And so I think as theaters start to dissolve, they will get much more niche. They will be much more independent as well. And that's where I'd love to see more movies is that independent chains. I think the big chains will start to die out or get bought by the media companies. And then at that point, we'll see what happens. But I do think a lot more people are going to shift to investing in a home theater or at least, you know, as TV prices go down and get bigger, you can get a 100-inch TV, you know, for like, what, two grand now? Maybe a 90-inch TV? I mean, that was unheard of just five years ago. So, you know, as it gets easier to recreate that movie theater experience at home, I think you'll start to see physical media sales have a resurgence. Plus, you're going to get the best quality all the time. You don't have to worry about an internet connection your streaming speeds, any of that stuff. No matter where you are, you put the disc in. If you have a good player, you're getting a great experience no matter what your internet speed is. And I think that's really important for a lot of people, um, especially still in the United States and across the globe who don't have the internet speeds to stream 4K. That's going to get better too. But also, you wait till they start putting data caps and charging people like cell phone bills for the amount of data you use or the cost of data goes through the roof Streaming 4K video eats a lot of data, and if you're having to pay $100, $200 extra a month to stream movies, you, you could buy them for cheaper than that. So that's you know where I think I see things going and why there's always going to be this spot for movies. It's nostalgia, it's quality, it's 
convenience of not needing to go to a movie theater. It's a lot of different things. But the at-home movie experience, the more that grows, the more people invest in larger screens and home theater systems, um, it's inevitable that they're going to want quality. And if you want quality, you buy Blu-ray and DVD. We've seen this with music. You see vinyl records going up because people swear by the quality of them. CDs are going up again for some reason. People like to see them on the shelf. They like to browse CDs like they browse vinyl records. Cars don't even have CD players anymore for the most part, but people are buying CDs in the millions in 2021. So I don't think physical media is going anywhere. I love collecting it. And, um, you know, I hope that this gives you all some hope and I guess my perspective on where things are headed, how I feel about where things are right now, um, and, and why I think it is important to collect. So that's it for episode one here of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Like I said, very candid, off the cuff, unedited. Like these are just my thoughts just pouring out of my head. And hopefully I don't get myself in trouble for some of this, but I'm having fun doing it. Um, episodes two, three, four, five, six, seven, we're going to do these bi-weekly. We're going to have guests on. So I have all these guests lined up. It's not just going to be me talking at you for 40 minutes. We're going to have guests. We're going to dive into these topics with them. We're going to talk about a lot of different topics, including the business, um, audio, video quality, collecting, uh, boutique labels, things like that, that maybe I'm not an expert on. So stay tuned for all that. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. If you're watching it there, make sure you're following along on all your podcast platforms. If you're listening to it and make sure you like the video, rate us five stars, do everything you got to do to spread the word and grow this content because I really appreciate it. And, you know, growing the community is huge for me and I have my own personal goals for how far this channel goes. But at the same time, I have goals for the community. You know, can we get to 100,000? Can we get to a million followers, a million subscribers and show people that we as a community are out here and still very relevant and we want the best and we want quality stuff for collectors that we hope that the major movie studios will see and pay attention to. So following along, liking, sharing, subscribing, all that stuff helps the community, helps me. I really appreciate it. So hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I'm signing off for now. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another guest. Um, still TBD on which guest that will be, so I'm not going to name them yet, but I will let you guys know on my social media accounts the minute it is announced. So follow along there, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. All the links are down in the description to follow along. Make sure you never miss anything. So thanks for listening or watching, whatever you decide to do. Really enjoyed doing this. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Stay safe, stay healthy out there. And I'll talk to you soon.